0: Hey everybody, welcome to the 1947 Operators podcast. In order to increase the rate of technology innovation in India, we need to increase the number of operator angels in India. Hence, we are launching the 1947 Operators. 1947 Operators is a podcast that unpacks the investing journey of the best operator angels in India. We will be covering areas like what drove them into angel investing, What's their investing process like? How do they source deals, pick deals, and when deals? How do they evaluate founders and the market size? What value do they bring to the cap table? We're hoping the 1947 Operators podcast will help more operators start the angel investing journey. As a result, we will see an increase in the number of operator angels in the startup ecosystem.
1: Today we had Prateek Agarwal. Prateek is a passionate entrepreneur and a fintech expert with over 18 years of experience. He has worked at leading NBFCs and fintech companies like Bajaj FinServe and Bharat Pay. In this episode, we covered areas like what drove him into angel investing, what's his investing process like, learnings from investing his thesis behind Growth Cap VC that he has recently launched and his advice to other operator angels who are looking to start angel investing and more topics. Awesome. I am super excited to have Prateek Agarwal on the 1947 Operators Podcast. Prateek, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Shiva. Thank you so much for having me here. Excited.
1: We'll dive right into it. What drove you into angel investing and what was your first angel investment?
2: Uh, so so I, I was, uh, you know, of a view that I want to learn more about uh, founders, uh, right? I want to know more about startups and uh, I've realized that until unless you are in the game, right? You really can't, uh, you know, get time from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So idea was to start investing because once you you invest your money, right, it definitely builds trust. And uh, yeah, that's how I got started. And uh, in my alumni network of I am um, I had a friend who was just starting up and he approached me first time for an investment. And I was like, I like the guy and what he's doing. So that was my first investment.
1: Got it. Uh, and uh... You know, initially you had okay. You know, I want to be close to these people, uh, and one way is through investing. But what was the in- process like? How were you able to build the network? How were you able to source the deals, and uh, and how were you able to uh, make judgments uh, on investments?
2: So, so once I did the investment, and uh, you know, I started uh, you know spending some time with them and understanding what you how you building it. How are you raising funds? You know, what is the valuation? So I learned all the basics, uh, you know, and uh, and that's where I got introduced to various uh, platforms where, where my friends started suggesting me and uh, obviously through my network, yeah. you know, uh, the existing syndicate leads or existing investors started sharing the deals the moment I made myself available to them that yes, I'm uh, ready to invest now right so if you have any good deals i would love to evaluate and uh, uh, you know uh, invest my time as well as my money so mm-hmm. so that is how i got introduced to all the platforms people and it it wasn't easy it, it really took some time right so i think it t- took me about 6 months to p- create profiles and understand how the aif works what are the kind of AIFs? Uh, you know, which are the angel uh, platforms where you can uh, invest in? You mm. know, and that's how I got introduced. I think. I think I. I also remember that's how I got introduced to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's right. We were just chatting about it offline, and uh, pratik I think you know you've been through the journey, meaning you were an operator, uh, and. You started investing in other founders and operators. and you've done about 40 investments. I think you recently wrote a blog post where you said, hey, you know, after corporate life, uh, do I want to build one or enable hundred others? Uh, maybe can you give us you know uh, you know, a quick rundown onto the framework of how did you come up with this decision?
2: so that was a uh, uh, very very interesting and it was more of introspection right uh, and uh, in my past 15 20 years of corporate life i've worked with like 15 companies not 15 companies maybe 15 roles mm-hmm. right 15 roles 20 22 bosses and about uh, 12 uh, stints right and uh, i have always been very observant uh, you know from a distance as to how the CEO operates, how the board meetings were conducted, uh, how were the reviews, and I was uh, learning and grasping from them and then moving my, uh, you, you know, learning and moving my roles as well, right, learning from them. And and eventually, when I got a chance to uh, build three to four companies, um, that was Syngenta, which i led to myself uh, then was uh, selfin which was my startup which which i moved on very quickly and uh, last was bharatpay as a chief business officer mm-hmm. that was the time when i when i really when i talked to myself uh, i i thought that uh, i have a certain way of working i have a certain understanding of the businesses and i think i'm pretty much uh, there in terms of what works what does not work what are the trends and how people behave and, you know, uh, how can you build a successful and sustainable company? Mm -hmm. So that was the time when I had my own uh, ways of working, right? And I realized that uh, it's it's the time where I want to build one company, which is zero to one and one to five and five to 50, Mm -hmm. or I want to help multiple startup founders and and i think when i look back i was more of a 5 to 50 and 50 to 500 i was more of a growth and a scale up guy yeah. right and uh, post bharatpay i felt that uh, i do not want to start up again right while i what, while i went and went ahead talked to vcs got some term sheets yeah. and i was just about to start up uh, yeah. right all by myself but then i realized i'm not something uh, you know cut out for it Mm-hmm. right and maybe i'll be uh, in a better position if i start working with founders
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: right and uh, if i looked at the data points uh, yeah. right and saw about say 100 founders i would have met right in the last 5 years or 3 years or whatever right uh, realize that there are some amazing founders amazing products and uh, strategies right and maturity levels as well uh, right. Uh, however, not everybody has access and capability and experience of uh, you know un- understanding how this system entirely works. Right what is it we are uh, required for a story how do you want to think and develop your product which is not for today but for tomorrow and and during these conversations i realized that if i join hands or if i start supporting these founders out of 100 maybe i just pick up like 5 of them right and uh, and work with them as an operator advisor right? We can create wonders. So I did some test pilots, I did some small investments, started investing a lot of time uh, during my work, uh, you know, weekends and stuff and and realized this, this is working brilliantly. And then the operator investor model came into play uh, where I not only uh, advised them, but also invested my own money, which built trust, uh, right? Because uh, then I'm not giving only gyan. Right. Uh, uh, and and we are talking numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, that's how that's how this journey started.
1: Yeah. And you, you've taken a massive risk, which you, you know, we were talking about this uh, just earlier, where, you know, in, in order to invest, you sold your house, you can correct me. Uh, but there has to be a very high conviction in this asset class to do that. What was the thought process around that? Uh, so
2: so yeah i mean uh, you know so when i was taking this uh, call of moving out from my corporate life and what what do i want to do and what will keep me busy and motivated for next 10 years 15 years uh right i i i was i was looking at my uh, you know past decisions and uh, understanding of people mostly right mm-hmm. and i think my uh, bets were pretty much on um you know, on the dot, I would say, right? Yeah. Where, where, if I, if I would have, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, uh, probably taken a call on a product, on a person, or a company, right? It really spanned out that ways and this is out of uh, probably the sheer thing that uh, uh, you know experience i would say so this was this was very interesting uh, shiva uh, and and while i was taking this decision of uh, wanting to move out from my corporate role mm-hmm. right uh, i realized that uh, i i sometimes take uh, desperate decisions right if i have something at stake yeah. right and i perform best when i'm left alone i perform best when Uh, I do not have any uh, uh, you know uh, any stress uh, right and uh, from the family front I didn't want to take a chance and I want to be very sure that I have a runway of at least 36 months uh, right before I take such a high risk uh, right of uh, probably getting into something which never existed uh, advising trying to build a career uh, by advising at the same time putting your own uh, money uh, I mean you have Every angel investor has only two options, right? Use that money to go on a holiday and spend it on the family and leisure or else trust a founder and give it to him for building the business, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
2: So with this thought, I was like, you know, if I think I'm right, if I understand people right, if I understand the business and I've done some bit of uh, operator and execution in last 15 years, right? I think I should take a bet on myself. Mm-hmm. right and that is where the decision came in that uh, uh why shouldn't why should you worry about the emis mm-hmm. right can you make yourself uh, you know risk free with that and then i calculated what is the amount i have uh taken what is the loan uh, what is the kind of properties i have mm-hmm. right and and figured it out that i think i can make much better money uh right by investing that money somewhere else which is startups rather than in a real estate property mm-hmm. right so i i actually uh, uh you know changed the entire uh, investment strategy and um i don't own anything um uh, you know uh, and and i've just put all the money uh, to work yeah uh, right? so this was the part of that decision making where i felt that uh, you know Uh, this house will not give me so much of returns, but uh, this is the right time to invest in the right founders. And, uh, you know, startup ecosystem is buzzing. And, uh, you know, there is enough and more capital available on the table, Mm -hmm. provided you know, how to build a business. And if I have done, uh, uh, you know, uh, build businesses in the past, right, I think uh, I, I could take a call on myself right and that's where this journey started which which is paid off
1: yeah yeah no uh, we'll dive into this uh, very quickly but seems like you know uh, you, you you're confident because you have the evidence you've done it you've seen it uh, hence you're all in into this asset class i love it and uh, prateek i think you've done over 40 plus investments uh, what's your investing process like
2: so my investing process is, uh, you know, or rather investment comes later, right? First is that I never say no to a meeting, uh, right? Um, the coffees and the beers are on me, uh, right? I love interacting, chatting with people, especially when there is no agenda, uh, right? So so I just keep meeting founders, just keep obliging the LinkedIn requests uh, and references and keep meeting people, <coughs> And what I realized is that the network is, uh, you know, if you, if you keep talking to people and keep telling what you are up to and what you're doing, right, uh, not today, not tomorrow, but in next three months, you will have at least one inbound reference coming in, right? And that's how I've met most of my founders, uh, you know, so it's over a coffee, we love chatting, Uh, You know, if we enjoy chatting with each other, if we can agree to disagree, and if uh, there is some sense in the business model, and it's not the story, right, then I just committed uh, basis my understanding uh, of of whatever uh, uh, the conversation I've had, uh, right. Uh, However, when when I go deeper, right, uh, before writing a check, um, I actually uh, try to understand what is the background of the founder. Right, Uh, whether he is uh, cut out for a zero to one and one to five journey, or he is matured enough to take the company from five to 50 as well. Mm -hmm. Right, if the second answer is answered, right, then uh, I would go ahead with it because uh, there are a lot of founders who are great at storytelling and uh, you know building that story around only the zero to one and one to five right but at five you will see they have lost out of the plot they don't know what to do next they are so busy raising the first two rounds that they have forgotten execution mm-hmm. uh, you know so so i think the founder maturity and ability to to cross question to take some initial uh, uh, negative feedbacks uh, right and which shows maturity mm-hmm. right second is um, is he able to clearly articulate his asks, right? Is he one of those guys who thinks that he's he's one of those, you know, blessed guys and know it all, right? So if you are, uh, if you can ask right questions, if you can ask for help, right? That is one of the amazing qualities I feel which is uh, currently needed, right? Because people want to help, but you need to go out and ask for it. Uh, Today, there are so many founders I see where I have, or or the network has, uh, you know, the key to their locks, right? But but they're so uh, within, yeah. right, that they do not come out and ask for help and they're missing out on, um, on everything, right? Yeah. So I think one is the founder, second is the product. Yeah. Uh, product is secondary again for me, because if the founder has these qualities, Right. And he's understanding the ecosystem, the market. Uh, he's talking to people and, uh, you know, the uh, the product can be tweaked. Right. And and uh, that is also seen. Right. Uh, so I think I first see uh, the founder experience and the product. And uh, most importantly, uh, the behavior and, and the cultural fit, whether he will be able to, uh, you know, Build the company from five to fifty, because that is the time when actually the returns will start coming in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and there have been a few cases where, uh, while I have not, uh, uh, you know, invested in the initial times, right? I have waited for like two years when 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 I see this guy building it, understanding it, do it and uh, doing it himself, and uh, and then we have partnered.
1: Yeah, got it. No, and uh, you know it's a, it's a journey, which is you know, yeah. Uh, you you keep learning uh, over time, and and you've been doing again, like you know, for three four years now. What's something that you know now, uh, Pratik, You wish you know you had known it earlier.
2: Yeah, there are there are lots of things, but these are very small little things, right? Uh, uh, you know, something like uh, which which is already. Uh, laid down, right? Uh, and I always used to wonder when when people used to say, you know, uh, don't invest in in uh, uh, you know related parties when either it's a duo or a you know couple or something of that sort, right? Yeah. Uh, then very very young founders, uh, right? And uh, probably some some things like this, right? A very aggressive or somebody whom who's uh, you know, governance and risk is, risk is very high, but gover- approach to governance is very low, right? Um, so, so I think I haven't really, uh, I, I didn't know about it, but in these last three years, when I experienced, right, now I know that why and what and how, right? So, so, you know, what happens is that, I'll give you an example. Um, if, if you are a related party, right? uh sometimes and, and relationships in india uh, do take precedence mm-hmm. right and sometimes uh, you know during the uh, scale up time you have to take a lot of hard calls and decisions and somebody who was great uh, you know great uh, a partner uh, when you were doing the 1 to 5 journey yeah. uh, right cannot come up the speed from 5 to 10 or 5 to 50 right and you need to either find him another role or her another role right and if you are related parties uh, the founders find it very very difficult to take this call right and and that's what i have uh, kind of uh, understood a couple of times yeah. right so i am very this is a red flag for me uh, now mm-hmm. second is uh, somebody who's uh, has less experience but he's entering the field mm-hmm. right uh, and, and very less experience and operator experience. I mean, uh, my my liking is more towards people who have done it on somebody else's money and then they're trying to build themselves, uh, right? However, people who ha- don't have experience but have all bookish and theory knowledge, yep. uh, right? They get stuck at, uh, you know, when when the growth comes. Yeah. So so I'm quite wary of the fact now of uh, investing in people who do not have uh, experience and who haven't really executed themselves mm-hmm. uh, right uh, so yeah some of these things I, I just feel they are some
1: red flags uh, uh, now yeah and you know fast forward today now I, it seems like you're institutionalizing your investing uh, which is through growth cap VC. I uh, would love for you to, uh, you know, maybe talk about the thesis. How do you, uh, we already know, like, you know, your thought process around it uh, to begin with. Uh, your thesis, what's your uh, investing uh, check sizes and what kind of industries you're most excited about?
2: So, so FinTech comes to me naturally, uh, right? And most of it is through reference and, uh, you know, half the credibility check is already done right? Uh, I do not really um, uh, you know, go by uh, the regular thesis which people have that if you have tier one VC, if you have this VC that VC only, then I'll write a check no. I think if my conviction I would look at it independently, every deal, right. I really don't care uh, if somebody else is, has understood the business or the founder or somebody there's something. Uh, I I look at it independently, and I really, uh, uh, you know, if I like thesis, I would invest, and then uh, possibly I will go go back to my VC partners, and and kind of put forward my thesis, yeah. right? Uh, also, I would look at. Uh, you know, what are the entry levels and what is the kind of exit strategies I have uh, initially at the start itself, right? And uh, till now I was doing, I mean, when we started, when I started investing, uh, you know, two and a half, three years back, right? Uh, uh, I I was investing uh, in startups where I understand it and the che- check sizes were very small, right? Uh, later on, the check sizes increased and, uh, I started investing uh, in founders and as per thesis, which built over a period of time, right? And now I feel that I'm constrained of capital because as an angel investor and an operator, you can only invest so much, right? But I just love what they're creating. And uh, I, I I wished I have uh, probably, uh, you know, I could take away, uh, uh, I would do the entire round, right? And this is where uh, growth cap ventures comes into play where where it's not about the fund it's not about the money it's just about uh, i know this founder will succeed i yeah. know what he, he gets on the table i know i am taking a risk on my personal capital right and over the last two and a half years i have started giving exits to my investors i have seen my investors uh, you know committing uh, large amounts right in my thesis uh, so, so it was just a natural progression where uh, i'm just being greedy and saying you know can i pick up the entire round right and probably the idea for 2023 is that uh, if if growth cap ventures is leading the round right uh, who all can co lead and uh, and can we create that community where uh, the moment you have this uh, uh, founder and the startup in the community right he gets access to everything right uh, I mean, you just execute whatever yeah. you need. Just pick up the but phone and tell us.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? So, yeah, I want to pick up the entire round. Uh, that's that's where this fund comes into play.
1: Got it. And uh, no Pradeek, you know, you've had a journey where, you know, typically a founder or operator, the next step for them is either they start they start up again, they join a startup, or they angel invest part-time and that's what you were doing you were angel investing part-time and later on you realize this is what you enjoy the most and you've taken you know a step forward which is going full-time investing. If, you know, you have to, if you want, like, if you were to give a, advice to somebody, you know, who wants to follow the footsteps of what you followed, what advice would you give them? How to get uh, started with angel investing? And I'm talking about operator angels.
2: So, so yeah, I think we, we uh, I should touch upon this topic that uh, I consider myself as a secondary investor, right? Uh, and a primary advisor. Uh, right i do not want people uh, uh, to come and ask for money right Uh, uh, because because that's not my prime focus right Uh, the prime focus is you come to me for uh, probably an advice of how to build a business how to take it from 5 to 50 or 50 to 500 right what are the right products Uh, validate your thesis with me Uh, if you want I'll interview your CXOs or your CEOs your leadership whom you are hiring because cultural fitment is the main thing right you can hire and fire but that wastes a lot of time and money right more than money it's the time right which is which is very important so so advisory is first which gives me access to amazing people Mm -hmm. right who can actually be deployed as or who can actually be kind of you know leveraged to join a startup who needs some complementing skills? I can hire for for you. We can build something, right? You don't know your worth most of the times, right? In in a few startups of mine where I've invested, uh, the founders just didn't know the worth of uh, uh, what what they were building, right? Uh, literally had to sit down and start making slide by slide the story the pitches the uh you know the the kind of revenue streams which can be uh, generated moving them from probably a tier 3 city to a tier 1 city right introducing them uh right and uh, i think uh, i think now they in in a span of 2 3 years i have a couple of uh, investments where uh you know, whatever we have raised for them about three years back, right? Uh, that is something we just use as uh, sponsoring an event now, right? Mm-hmm. Something like 20x, 30x is lying in the bank uh, and it's a profitable companies. Mm-hmm. So so I have, I've been an uh, advisor first and an investor later, mm-hmm. right? And uh, initially, if somebody wants to be, uh, you know, just an investor or an angel investor, right? right on to somebody where your thesis and their thesis match uh, at least you know the business well you you can ask right questions so do not invest in something where you do not understand the business right second is go ahead with some friends who are investing co-investing along with them uh, along with you uh, right and put in small amounts uh, but do put in uh, significant amounts which really pinches you If you lose that money, right? If you do not do that, you will not ask right questions and you will keep uh, blaming somebody else for your investments, right? Uh, So I think think my only advice is uh, the right way to do is to, to write on to somebody in the start and start investing. But ensure that your outcomes, what are your asks with that investment, right, is very clear. Because what I have seen a lot of my uh, angel investors and my supporters also, right? They really don't know why they want to do it, right? And literally my first question to them is, what is it that you want to achieve out of angel investing, mm-hmm. right? Do you want to write a fancy name angel investor on LinkedIn? Yeah. Uh, do you want to create wealth by seeing, uh, you know, that somebody made 100x and 50x and 10x, Yeah. right? Or... What, what is it? What are you committing? Right. So I think your first initial ask should be very clear, which I don't think so. People are clear. I think people go with the first thing that they want to have a fancy angel investor
1: yeah.
2: onto their profiles. And that is a recipe for disaster. Uh, right. So, so I think just be clear on uh, how do you want to do it. Uh, be sure that you are uh, talking to the founder at least once because out of um 100 uh, calls right i think 50 calls uh, i have rejected it or my my supporters have rejected it when they heard the founder right because the pitch decks and everything else is made by somebody third party right but when, when you actually interact uh, right uh, you don't find it interesting so i think uh, ask for uh, uh, you know a catch up or uh, ask questions to the founder and put in, put in whatever money which will pinch you at least, you know, until unless it pinches you, you will keep
1: losing money. Yeah, you won't learn. And no, it's a great framework. Like in the beginning, uh, be the advisor first, uh, figure out your tribe and start co-investing with them. And secondly, uh, do have the skin in the game because if you don't have that, then, you know, you'll probably uh, won't end up learning fast enough enough uh, in general and uh prateek we'll switch gears here you know the the third section is uh taken over by my co-pilot in the back his name is Alfonso oh okay. and uh he's asking you know Pratik, to all this whatever success you've had up until now how much would you attribute that to luck
2: i think uh, i think uh, 70% 70% to luck uh, uh, and and 30% to uh, probably the conviction which i have and uh, uh, you know the uh, never give up attitude mm-hmm. right uh, because because i i today also i thank god for kind of you know uh, just being uh, there right because i have been doing my job right yeah. uh, and i think i think it's just the luck factor and luck and somewhere you know all of these things just come together right so called karma and stuff uh, right it's all the same i feel right but uh, as far as you are true to yourself right and you are doing your job perfectly mm-hmm. uh, you know i think i think uh, i mean i i pick up the cap tables i uh, you know do it myself uh you know uh showcasing every slide uh you know uh what is he- helping uh the founder eventually right yeah. so i think uh i would say i would say just just keep doing what you do which i have been doing it uh right whether i was in job uh i was also an entrepreneur in all my jobs right uh where where uh even if i was employed and i need to just ensure one thing is that the end of month salary Right, my work should be more than what I've uh, got it. Yeah. Right, that was my only thing, um, and and if you keep doing that, uh, right, over and over again, uh, right, over delivering, uh, right, I think I think you you know it, you know, and you can talk and you can understand a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So so while you keep doing all of these things, not everybody gets lucky. Yeah. right and i think if have uh, so i would uh, give a lot of credit to the luck i was just there at the right time right and i had those uh, uh, mentors and those guys who supported me
1: mm-hmm. yeah 70% luck and 30% your own effort uh, you know showing up uh, over delivering and making sure you're doing it like that's that's really it's yeah more, but luck and won't doing it come long come, enough
2: and I, one more thing is luck won't come if if that 30% is Uh, uh, You know, not there, right?
1: So let's put it this way 30% creates the luck.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) And, uh, Vrithik, it could be a founder, it could be an operator, or it could be an investor that you admire the most and why?
2: I think, I think uh, what I love about uh, Kunal Shah, right, is, um, is, is, you know his approach which which i think it's his approach is is that i'm investing in a startup uh not and don't take it as i'm, I'm endorsing them right i have the money i have been a founder so i'm just supporting a founder right and that's where uh, i think i just love that and want to want to probably be in that position sometime uh where where i can support founders who come through reference, right? Not everybody, but yes. Uh, you know, today I would I would probably do two deals out of ten, right? But I want to do eight deals, um, and and uh, you know, endorse two three of them, right? Yeah. But uh, at least write small checks to the other six seven. So I think that approach is amazing, which is giving back to the society. And eventually, uh, if there is no money, there is no oxygen, right? You can't survive. So I think money is very, very important. And it also creates a lot of motivation. It also gives gives the founder uh, a lot of confidence to go and talk to another 10. And I would love to have a lot of, uh, you know, founders and people who have created wealth, right? Probably, you know, start investing more.
1: Yeah, no. I'm hoping as more and more people would get inspired uh, by other guests that I've had and yourself as well. And uh, you know, Pratik, we've known you uh, because of your, you know, as a as an operator now as an operator investor. Uh, What do your friends know you for? Who are you outside of work?
2: My friends don't know what I'm doing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> or but what do they know you about it doesn't have to be around work like what do you do on the weekends
2: yeah so i've got two sets right uh two sets of uh, uh you know friends right so one is my family and friends uh who just don't know what i do right uh and and because i've changed so many roles uh, and whenever I'm I'm introduced in a party right uh, the yeah. only introduction I get is that uh so these kind of things my wife also can't introduce me so yeah. so nobody who knows me who are close to me very close to me right uh, they don't know what i do right because it's a very jumbled up role yeah. of advisor, reviews, investor, and, and literally there, right? The other set, uh, you know, I, I have friends. Most of my friends are my colleagues, ex-colleagues, right? Um, and, and I think they know me for one thing, a never giving up attitude and we laugh out because I am the guy who normally reaches out to people to ask for help, to ask, yeah, to situation, mein hota to kya karta? Uh, you know so so people know my life uh yeah. you know and they've known that how uh you know in last decade uh, what risks i have taken right and uh, uh, and and they appreciate and and they're like you know uh someday i want to become this high risk taker like you <laughs>
1: uh, right
2: so so i think uh, my colleagues who understand what i do right uh they find it absurd that i take so crazy risks uh in my life and uh yeah they appreciate and that gives me lot of um uh, you know uh, motivation that gives me a lot of uh you know confidence uh you know and and uh i mean i i go back and thank them uh you know uh that boss other if you guys were not there to really cheer me up every time right
1: I had a low, right? I don't think so. I would have made it uh, probably here. Yeah, yeah. No, having a support system is uh, it's instrumental. And you are a builder, a supporter, and a risk taker. Pratik, I had so much fun, man, of having you on the board, and you know, you walking us through the journey what you've done how you got into angel investing uh what's the thought process what's next for you uh very excited for you personally uh and uh and the entire ecosystem you know they would love to collaborate and work with you thanks a lot for doing it thank you thank you so much shiva i i
2: really enjoyed uh, chatting and uh, i think it, uh, it it's been some time that i've reflected back uh, right so i think this uh, this platform gave me that opportunity to even reflect back and and thank the people who who really supported at the time right and i think uh in the founders life not only in the founders life but i think uh, you know i want to be with that one one dial call for my founders right where whatever it is right you should be able to pick up the phone and talk which you can't talk to your co-founder which you talk or can't talk to your employees and uh, second is that uh you know i think you should keep talking to people and taking advice and inputs right that is one of the main uh uh, things which would help a lot of us uh uh, you know build what you're building
1: and uh, build that confidence so thank you again for having me